0: Hey everybody, this is Mike from The Cut. Just want to let you know real quick that if you're hearing this message, you will not be hearing any music tracks during our episode. This is because you're not listening to us on Spotify. Only on Spotify can we play the music tracks. So if you're listening to us anywhere else, totally fine. Just want to let you know why there's no music. Now, without any further ado, let's get the show started. Mike and
1: the Moosh, what is that?
0: Thank you for joining us where we put together unique playlists and comedic banter. You're a dick. Just because we're doing 2000s? No, does- I'm excited for this episode. It's got nothing to do with that. And people may notice that I sound a bit different. And if that's the case, it's because I got a fucking gripe, Moosh.
1: Right, yes, is it because we're is you knew I was going to pick some emo songs, and so you're you're already but getting in the mood, certainly, right? certainly did not help.
0: I, I, <laughs> I, as as always, I just took <coughs> Moosh's list and, and added it for the show, but uh, you know, that certainly didn't help. But no, here's my problem, okay? My problem yeah. is with Universal Audio, okay? Yeah, Universal Audio is like a <coughs> industry leader in producing production equipment, audio production equipment. And yeah, they're in
1: several magazines. Yeah.
0: And one of the most expensive things that I have had in my recording setup among the monitors and everything else was my Apollo twin. I didn't need anything yeah, that's, more. That's, yeah. And it's super fancy. It's mm-hmm. kind of like a Mac, right? It's uh it's all it's all silver, unless you buy it in black, but it's like silver and all metallic looking. And it's just, it's super fucking cool. And I've had it for years. And it's been yeah. like The brain of the audio for my my recording. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, ever since about 18 months ago, when I bought my first Mac that had an M chip in it, I discovered Mm -hmm. that universal audio, for whatever fucking reason, is not compatible with it. So Hmm. there was like shit you had to do. You had to go into
1: a little workarounds
0: and yeah, heavy. you had to go into the disk utility and mess with security settings every time you update your Mac or whatever. And and within twenty minutes, give or take five or ten more minutes of just pure frustration, it would finally work and it would be fine. Well, I just mm. updated my Mac to to Ventura, um, and yeah, they removed the the options that were in there. You can get to them. But the yeah. setting that you need to change in your security settings is already set to what you need it to set to. And the instructions on the UAD website basically say, if, it, if, you, if you do this and you don't get a prompt to allow the program for UAD, just redo it until it does. Well, I did that over a dozen fucking times.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And here's my problem. What's your problem? The thing is like $1,000. Mm-hmm. It is now. Sitting next to my record player because I'm thinking of using it as a receiver.
1: No, it's a it's a thousand dollar paperweight. Uh, well, or me. it's going to be a
0: <laughs> very overpriced receiver for my record uh, for my record right. player. And I'm using a Scarlet by Focusrite. So I went from a thousand dollars down to a hundred. Don't
1: hate on the Scarlet, I'm man. Not I, I've been rocking. I've been rocking the Focusrite for for years.
0: I know, and it works great on your busted ass yeah. Mac. But I can't have this next to my <laughs> Mac Studio. It's like. It You know, it deserves caviar, and I'm bringing it home like fish sticks. Frozen <laughs> fish, fish sticks. So, like, I've gone from a $1,000 item that I have loved and cherished that has brought me so many great memories and joy. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm always excited when I get a new piece of equipment, but now I'm just staring at this thing, and it was $172 out the door. And every day I get frustrated when you it, know when I turn it on because Phantom doesn't stay on. You have to turn the phantom on every fucking time. And I'm like, Jesus,
1: I mean, you know, what's on. funny is the, the time we're recording the, ver- recording this episode versus the time it comes out. It would be so funny. And I'm going to laugh so hard. If whenever we release this episode, whenever that is, I don't yeah. know if it's January or February or whenever this episode. It's going to be a while, it's going to be a little bit. I know we're recording it pretty early. Um, I'm gonna laugh so hard if there's a fix and there's an update and your Apollo works flawlessly with your Mac, you know, in in a couple months' time.
0: See, this is why you enjoy emo music. You love pain, right? And the fact that you would yeah, want me to be in the pain pains me. But the th- but <laughs> and now you, you understand, understand emo. <laughs>
1: oh, that's what <laughs> I've been missing
0: the entire time. <laughs> I needed a piece of missing. very valuable equipment to break down. You know, it feels like. Moosh, it feels like I've gone from like 2022 technology down to like the 2000s technology because segues that's not, that's
1: not even an exaggeration, Segways are a thing, yeah.
0: And that's what we're doing. The reason we're recording this so early is because this is part of our series, so we don't really care, we can just kind of throw it in anywhere. Um,
1: yeah,
0: and uh, we left off with the 90s, which was fun. Oh.
1: Oh, that was so much fun. What a great episode. Yeah, it was. It was I, fun. I had a ton of fun with that one. I think
0: my favorite one so far has been the 80s. The 80s, the. <laughs> Michael McDowell. Oh, I forgot <laughs> about
1: that. Uh, your, your Michael, Michael McDowell episode, uh, uh, impression? McDowell. Who's McDowell. It was McDowell. Did I say McDowell?
0: Yeah. McDowell. Who's they have Mc... golden arcs instead of arches or vice versa. <laughs> 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 coming to America callback, <laughs> but we are continuing our series oh today, my God. <laughs> and we're doing the 2000s. I,
1: I forgot about that's wow. They have what the golden really arches. Like we have the golden arches. In my yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was just what a weird ferodian slip. Ferodian slip. Yeah. Froding?
0: So yeah,
1: I think uh, oh. Moosh.
0: I think you. I, I'm. How would you do with your list today? How'd that go?
1: Oh, fuck off! with This <laughs> shit. Okay. Was it I, harder you know, than we, the we, '80s? Because I know you had a hard time. The it, 80s. We, yeah. No, no. Okay. All right. All right. I'm gonna say that this decade, the 2000s, from 2000 to 2009, were the limits. Were the this is the hardest list. I struggled so much with this list. At first, I was like, oh, it's the 2000s. You know, they got some good, like, uh, I don't know, maybe some, some Red Hot Chili Peppers. But we did a Chili Pepper deep dive several months ago. I
0: almost put a song on that we didn't play on that episode. But I, I was
1: like, nah. Yeah, and I, and I was like, there's so many songs that kind of came out. And like, ah, I don't know what to choose. Oh, I'll just go with, you know, songs that mean something to me. And then I realized as I started making my list that I made several cuts. Like, I made a list a, a week ago. I made a list. Mm-hmm. And then I looked at that list and I was like, Oh man, but what about this song? But what about this song? What about th-? and then it's my list evolved over and over and over. It just kept growing. And I realized that duh from two thousand to two thousand nine. Yeah, that's not only was I in middle school and then high school and then I went to China and then I went to Italy. Like I did so many things. Mm-hmm. And there were so many people that I met, and so many adventures I went on, and so many inspiration, like inspirational moments Pre-kids, in my life that helped pre-marriage, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all before, yeah. I was, I was a single man on the prowl. No, it was uh, so many things that went and did that it was like I discovered so much music in that decade. Like there was so much music from the point where I was like. In the early 2000s, I was going to the library. I was in middle school. I was going to the library and bringing home CDs and burning the CDs onto my my original Mac that I had. Did you not old, have uh, Napster? Yeah. If, no, I, I did not. I stayed away from Napster because my mother had Napster, and that shit fucked up her computer. So I was like, oh, I'm not doing that. And then LimeWire came out, and I was like, I'm all about this. <laughs> well, LimeWire
0: was a bit different, though, because I... I I could be wrong, but I think with Napster, you were downloading the song from one single person as opposed to when LimeWire came out, they started using... um,
1: Crowdshare. Crowdshare,
0: like, torrent-type stuff where you download bits and pieces, uh, which can still give you a virus, but, I mean, that came from the porn, not not the music.
1: Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, like, it was just... I, I got deeper and deeper, and, like, I feel like in the 2000s, Music exploded. There were so many genres and cross genres and indie music became a thing. And I love indie music. And so, like, all these indie bands started popping up on my, like, radar for this list. Like, I was, oh, my God, let me, let me find my list here. I made a list on the computer. Um, indie bands. We got Modest Mouse. Yeah. It was huge when I was in middle school. And then things like Death Cab for Cutie, Fleet Foxes, The Shins, Interpol, OK Go, The Postal Service, which is like Death Cab for Cutie. Beck got really huge in the early 2000s. The Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. Tegan and Sarah almost made my list. Uh, uh, Minus the Bear almost made my list. Uh, Freaking uh, Passion Pit. Vampire Weekend. Oh, dude. Vampire Weekend? Are you kidding me? Vampire Weekend, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my God, there's so many, like, so many bands. Was that like that...
0: Twilight something? At...
1: No, no, uh, no. Yeah. LCD sound Is this system? Like Edward you versus. Know, if you... I know there's the people werewolf? out there that are listening to this that are like, dude, LCD sound system. I'm like, yes, tweet at me. Please let me know if you love LCD sound system. And I wish I put them on my list, but I did not. And I apologize. <laughs>
0: There's just so many, man. There's so many artists. So, so instead of like having doing the cut oh, arcade, with like a fire, very sharp, with like a very sharp rock, like they used to in the in the old days, it's like you got circumcised by Zorro this round. He's like, <laughs> whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. you got Swiss cheese dick. That's what I'm hearing.
1: Well, <laughs> this was this was a very a very hard list to make, and I had to go with songs that meant something to me. Uh-huh or that I had some sort of story to tell or some way to to, to for a reason that this song by this artist is going to make the cut over another one and this is, it's really been the most challenging uh cut to make okay you want to you want to start mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you want to start? What do you mean? What I, you mean got? I don't I, even know anything you got.
0: Uh no, you don't. Uh let me see. We got we gotta I gave you my five. We gotta kick we gotta you... kick it off. And and look,
1: all right, all right. I I'll, I'll start. All right, because I got a great ending song, so Okay. I'll start. All right. All
0: right. Eminem. We gotta start with Eminem. And here's why. Because Eminem's third album is most people's most Eminem fans, that's their favorite album. You because like you can go back to the old school and say Slim Shady LP or Marshall Mathers LP. Marshall oh, Mathers was LP say, was like that was the big one.
1: That was I was going to say I've always been a bigger fan of Skittles over M&M's, but go ahead. Because you like tasting
0: rainbows? Mhm. Sweet. Rainbows, I mean, they taste good, but I do like M&M's, especially peanut butter M&M's. That's my fucking kryptonite, to be honest with you. Uh, but <laughs> there's there's people that are like old uh, that are old school M&M, but like his third album, The M&M Show, which came out I believe in 03. Um that was, he had matured for the first time. Like,
1: yeah, he, that was a big album. I remember when that album came yeah, out. That was it, it was a
0: big album because it wasn't like, you know, the, the first Eminem, album, the, the one everybody knows. Not uh, Most people haven't listened to Infinite, but if you listen to Some Shady LP, it's very violent, not very funny. And then you listen mm-hmm. to Marshall Mathers and it's violent and funny. And then despite the single Without Me, which was the big single that came off of uh, the Eminem show, like this was the first real, like mature, introspective album, like consistently all the way through each of his songs. But I, I didn't choose one of those. I didn't choose one of his, one of his like introspective reflecting songs, which is what he's really gotten into in the much later years, as we discussed back on, I think our lyrics episode, I chose... This fucking banger with Nate dog on on vocals for the chorus, fucking till I collapse God damn
1: wow, that's I fucking I, banger, dude Jesus Christ I remember when yeah, I remember when this album came out and how big it was and how popular it was, but I also like I guess i. At a young age, I didn't. I, not only did I not associate with this genre of music or this uh click, is a great word to use for like middle school, high school, like that era. Yeah, I think what two thousand three is high school. It's so, like I didn't. I didn't associate with that click of people, and I kind of just like despise them because I was like drinking the anti-rap Kool Aid at the time. Yeah, I do enjoy rap now. It's. I mean, it's not. It's not something I listen to all the time, but it's not something I hate quote-unquote, because that was something I I just wasn't, like, into. It it, it's
0: funny, because I, I was the opposite. I, I didn't like rock at that. I liked classic rock, but when you're in your teen years, like, you're in your rebellious stage, so, like,
1: Zeppelin and shit like that, that was the shit my dad listened to. Like, I didn't want to listen to that shit. Yeah. Right. I was I was almost strictly listening to classic rock, 60s, 70s, almost, I would say, a lot of the time throughout high school, and then there were certain bands that, like, seeped in. And I've got a couple of those bands on my list here. Nice. Well, but I mean, no, it was, I mean, I me- I just remember like when Eminem took off and it was like, I remember, I remember the wave of it shaking what hip hop was. Cause it was primarily, I mean, black people. It was, a, it was that like, that's what they listened to. That's what they created. That was their territory for, like, the musical genres. And Eminem came in and showed that, hey, I'm just, you know, scrawny white boy coming in here singing. And it was a very, like, racial type thing. Totally. They shook it up.
0: Actually, yeah. the, the very first song on this album is, uh, is it called White America? Uh, Let me see. I'm not let me sure. See. It's, a, it's a great fucking song. Yeah, it's called White America. Um mm. It's funny, it's funny you mentioned that. And and like yeah, race race was huge because there's I mean, they they talk about it now. They didn't talk about it back in the day, but even in yeah. recent in more recent years, and by that I mean within the last decade, you listen to uh uh I need a doctor, and he talks about that. You hear, you know, uh the shit. He talked about it uh months ago when he was uh, getting inducted to the rock and roll hall of fame, how basically everybody told Dre he was out of his fucking mind. Uh right. And right, right. and honestly, like <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the Slim Shady LP, the very first one. Like, it's, you can tell that there was some talent there. But like I was saying earlier, I feel like the Eminem show is where he honed that. And it's where you get a glimpse of some things that would disappear for quite a while and then come back later. Like, in the way he, like this song in particular, uh, because
1: he has a certain rhythm and rasp. To his rhythm, yeah, that's that's what I wanted to say. Is like the way he rhymed, like his cadence and how he raps and what words he enunciates. Yeah, and puts puts um, uh, what's the fuck? Uh, what's the word? Emphasizes. Yeah, what words and and syllables he emphasizes is so different than other rappers of that yes. era or even prior to. So like he like he came in with a whole different flow, and it really like not only was he white. But he shook up what was the hip hop and rap genres at the time.
0: It's funny because that's a you basically just quoted Snoop Dogg. <laughs> that's something that, <laughs> that's something Snoop said about Eminem. Uh, but yeah, w- with that, it, no it's idea. funny because you you catch this little glimpse in this song of the way he would end up sounding when he came back for like Marshall Mathers LP two and Recovery and Kamikaze and it, mm-hmm. it's that. Uh, like that, that rasp that he uses is like when you hear yeah. somebody do an impression of him. Like that's the impression they do now, but this was the only like piece of it you can find. Plus, this is when he started singing. Like he was singing back up to Nate Dog at the end of that song, and he actually has a song where he right. sings. I think it's called Haley's song uh, on this album. So oh, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's this song is great because it, it's got Nate Dogg, RIP, one of the greatest hook makers of hip hop of all time. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it I don't know it, It's interesting to see this little bit Come out of Eminem and then it just went away And now it's kind of like It's what he's known for But like he didn't stick with it for a long time But dude, fucking bang an album
1: You know what, you always give me shit About me not knowing movies And to your credit I don't know movies
0: I was gonna say, but I can give mi- you shit right now Eight mile, Yeah, 8 Mile wasn't a bad movie I enjoyed it No, 8 Mile wasn't no, there's nothing wrong with 8 miles. It was a, it was a great movie. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's got it. Anthony, Anthony Mackie in it. The, sure. The Falcon? I know who that is. The Falcon. Oh. He plays Papa Doc. He plays the the main, like, antagonist.
1: I did not know that. I enjoyed the story of it. I don't know all the actors or people that were in it. Obviously, Eminem was in it. But, I mean, like, I, I haven't seen it in, I don't know, 18 years. Oh, God. I, I, don't, I don't even years. remember.
0: not years. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't even remember when. When, uh, but you know what's funny is, uh, I want to say Eminem was the first one to win a an Oscar in the rap genre for uh, "Lose Yourself." Don't oh, no shit. Yeah, for, for that movie. Which is funny, because you and I always, like, we, we never, whenever you and I were talking, we never say that we threw up or we puked or we were about to. We always say, dude, mom spaghetti. Like, everywhere.
1: <laughs> oh, dude, we quote that, yeah. We
0: quote that song all the time. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. But, ah, oh, man. Yeah, so that's how I wanted to start this. Till I collapse. We're going to f- finish this episode. <laughs> you
1: know what? I will, I will continue with another pseudo rap that, again, isn't necessarily mainstream mainstream at the time it it definitely like shook up what i understood about hip-hop and rap i'm gonna go with gorillas Mm -hmm. clint eastwood when this song came out dude it it messed with what because i loved it i loved it so much but at the time again i told you like i i i wasn't into rap and i was drinking that kool-aid of like oh rap has a silent c in front of it it's crap like that whole like yeah, I don't know motif. Well, it, it's, it's it wasn't I hate it. you I hated them. you that
0: weren't ever. making your own decision. No, like, like a like lot of like 13, uh, seriously, 13, like a lot right of white right. kids uh, in, in our generation, our parents were making that decision for us, and they were too ignorant to yeah. take a look at what it was. And yeah, I mean, I was probably listening to Doggy Style way at a younger age than I should have, but I mean, <laughs> you know, it, it's a different it's a different level of appreciation. I mean, uh, rap, rap, and hip hop is is uh is very important to me because it's where i learned how music works and it's one of the easiest yeah. place one of the easiest genres to learn how music works because you you know you're rapping over a beat there's you know there's not guitar but like you know you learn on a keyboard as opposed to a guitar which i always argue is a lot easier to learn music yeah. theory and stuff like that on a keyboard oh absolutely yeah and and then you know you learn about you learn how to count right you learn the basics yeah. of music uh, out of rap, and they take those ba- – like, you have people like Dr. Dre and Manny Fresh and uh, fucking uh, the – the uh, fuck, Little J- Little John, actually. Like, Little John's got some fucking bangers from back in, like, the mid-2000s. Oh, yeah. The Neptunes, like, mm,
1: mm, fuck yeah. yeah. No, there's – like, looking back, like, I definitely went down the rabbit hole of looking at hip-hop and rap and, like, <clears throat> the mixtures of genres and the cross-genres – in the early 2000s for this playlist. And although I didn't, like, they didn't resonate with me then, so I didn't want to showcase them then because I don't have a story to tell. It was more of just like, oh, that was what th- other people were listening to, other kids my age that were, like, hip. I was a nerd, man. I was I got picked on all the time. So I wasn't, like, hip to music or hip to all the cool shit going on. But I remember a buddy of mine, we're hanging out at his house, and this song, Gorillas, like, they just came out with Clint Eastwood and that shit dropped. And we were just like losing our shit over how cool it was. And I was like, I was just buying into it. I was like, dude, this is actually a really good, like I was loving it. Yeah. But I felt, I felt guilt in my 14 or 13. I don't remember how old I was, but my teenage young teenage heart, because I was like, I like this. But if I tell my dad, I like this. (laughs) Yeah, he, he's not going to be happy with me. So it's like one of those, you know, weird like battles you have as a as a young teenager. Yeah, no, but it probably but. it probably
0: gonna help you. I mean, I'm sitting here thinking of an Eminem song when you were saying you got picked on a lot in, in school, and I'm like, some cocksucker shoved me into a fucking locker because he said that I eyeballed him, and I'm like, you should put some music on to make you want to fight and say what you want to say to that motherfucker that said that you eyeballed him, like. <laughs> I'm quoting Eminem. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's pretty uh, good. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we're off of Eminem. We're on to the motherfucking gorillas. Clint Eastwood. Gorillas.
1: Dude. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, okay, okay. First, I got, I got two things. Two things. First, two things. First, the melodica that he plays. The little, like, it's a little piano attached to a mouthpiece that makes that... Do, 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 do. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Like that. Oh man. Like it's such like a toy instrument. Like it's not like it's a real instrument, of course, but it's it's a harmonica that they turned into like a little keyboard Yeah. and you blow into it and you make a little melo- uh, a melodica. John a- Baptiste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 John Baptiste does it. Um what a fun instrument. It is. A to put into a song and not it's not sample, like it's a real melodica. Like a lot of a lot of like to early two thousands music used a ton of samples, especially in the hip hop realm. Right. They just sampled everything. Or a lot of things. But like I've seen I haven't seen Gorillaz Live, but I've seen show like YouTube of Gorillaz, And like he plays a melodic good. It's fucking awesome. Um secondly, when he said like I got sunshine in a bag, like my prepubescent, like young mind, my innocent <laughs> mind was like Oh, it's like he has a little like a little lunch bag, a brown paper bag, and he opens it up and there's There's sunshine sunshine in there. Yeah. Yeah. how nice. What a lovely song. I didn't realize it was drugs. Oh, like (laughs) like as all things are in music, they're drugs. It's
0: funny. I I quote this song a lot (laughs) like me and and like my my sister and a a few others uh, when we're not happy with something. We ain't happy. Like we always fucking do that. (laughs) Uh,
1: So we all uh, what's the lead singer's name? Uh, I don't know, oh, but funky. I know he's from the band Blur, and, and most people know that. Uh, Woo
0: hoo! Most people know he, yeah. he's from Blur, uh, yep. but uh, Dell, the funky Homo Sapien, going back to gangster rap, is Ice Cube's cousin. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, I love that. yeah, it's a it's a so fun close. song. And the the other song that I uh, that I love from them is the other single that came out in the mid two thousands, "Feel Good," "Feel Good Inc."
1: Oh, "Feel Good Dude, Inc." Another song yeah, that that's was... got a bumping ass beat <clears throat> to it, man. I almost chose like it was torn. I was t- I knew I wanted a gorilla song on my on my cut, and I was torn between those two. And Clint Eastwood was the first song that came out, and I just I specifically remember sitting in my buddy's like bedroom, we're hanging out, and we we put that song on, and I was like, dude, this is the shit.
0: I want to. I think the first time I heard it was MTV or the Gra- uh, awards or the Grammy awards. I, I I saw them perform it live with like the the cu- cardboard cutouts. That, mm-hmm. I, th- I think that was my first introduction to it, but uh, I'm trying. I love the
1: idea. Huh? I love the idea of gorillas. Like it's, it's basically just the dude from Blur. I, I, I mean, you could probably look him up pretty quick. I'm too lazy. Yeah, Sam. I'm not <laughs> doing that tonight. We don't have Linda here. No, Linda was supposed to be
0: here. Fuck yeah, off, what's Linda.
1: Up with that? Linda. She had off on her things off. to
0: do. <sighs> I'm sure it wasn't we're, anything we're, important. In show, whatever
1: yeah, yeah, this is our but,
0: podcast, we don't have a producer here, but whatever.
1: I forgot what we were talking about before we got distracted.
0: Well, I'll, I'll move on. I'm trying to decide, should we slow it down a bit? We've been vibing um, We've been vibing quite a bit, but yeah. should I slow it down a little yeah. bit? I think I'm going to slow it down a little bit. Okay. Yeah, one slow my, it down. One of my favorite albums of all time, American Idiot. Okay. Green Day. I am not. You I, don't want to be one. ha <laughs> Uh, not, not not today i fucking love that album and you put a nine minute song on a while back and i was gonna put a nine minute song on <laughs>
1: yeah and you went and got groceries i went and got groceries That oh, yeah, was around thanksgiving was, <laughs> <God>. uh and <laughs> that was ages ago and, <laughs> i still think about that and i still tell my wife i'm like this motherfucker decided to go grocery shopping in the middle of our show and i came back and there's
0: still two <laughs> minutes left on that song <laughs> yeah. uh, they have a nine minute song off this album, Jesus of Suburbia, which would have been a much better song oh, to pick song. because there's like that song is like five different songs. There's key changes yeah. and like they, they sound mm-hmm. totally different. And I love that. But oh, yeah. I, I was thinking about it. and I'm like, wait a minute, though. My favorite song from Green Day of all time is a deep cut off that album. Really? Yes. Now I love you. Don't you? Don't you? Don't typically like Green Day though. No, I, I mean I like Green Day. I don't. I don't love Green yeah. Day. I love this album. Mm-hmm. I'll give them that. I do love this album. And I, but I, I did really like Dookie, Nimrod, and, and really those yeah. two albums in the nineties when they came out. Uh, but American Idiot was just was just totally
1: different. Um, it was. And, yeah, they did. Fuck. I remember people being upset because they went political. I mean, I was.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. Mm. I loved it, and I love that it was a concept album. I thought it was great. In 21st Century Breakdown, not a whole lot of people like that. I think there were some good songs that came off that album. But, like, Holiday? Oh, dude. Fucking Holiday. Mm. But my favorite song from Green Day of all time is yeah. What's Her Name, which is the final song on that album. Well, what's her name? We don't know. Huh. It might...
1: I better figure it out. It,
0: I don't know. It, it, uh, she... She say? sings in silence. Him? Her? That's <laughs> uh, a. I, I think it's off a of Dookie. <laughs> I'm doing a Dookie callback. This on oh, she. So nice. Here we go. What's Big her name? Cut.
1: Dude. Man, they really let that last note just ring out. Yeah. I love that song, dude. it's a that's a good song, it's a
0: good song of like reminiscence and all that. Of course, mm-hmm. like really what it's about, but I love the the slow and then it just turns into a fucking banger at the end and uh, mm-hmm. and then the the like harmonies and shit it, it, uh, the simple guitar solo, the simple drum
1: beat and bass and the chugging. Like, ah. It's it's just a good song. It's all around just like your cla- like not classic, but it's your it from beginning to end, like you know what to expect, you're you're there for it, and you can easily just ride the wave. Yeah, it's great. You know what I mean, like it's just you can easily just kind of like zone out, chill out, and just like hang out with that song. It's a good
0: song. Yeah, it's great. the The whole album is great, and I yeah. I really wasn't into Green Day, and I think my sister bought this album, and uh, she wanted to listen to it one night, and so I gave her like the oh no, I had to do something. And she was waiting in my car. And she pulled it out of her, you know, know, the big binder of CDs. She pulled it out of her binder of CDs and put it in and she left it in there. And I got in my car and uh, the very first song came on. uh, No, no, no. Not American Idiot. The second song, Jesus of Suburbia, came on. And I went, what? This doesn't sound like the Green Day I'm I'm like familiar with. Like, what is this? And then I never gave her back the CD. And then like a year later, she did the same thing with Getting Away with Murder by Papa Roach. And I sold that CD too. Cause <laughs> I, I think I talked about You'll, that album before. Like,
1: yeah. Mm, God. You damn. know what's funny about Green Day? Every time I hear Green Day or I think of Green Day, I have, or it reminds me of uh, this recording. I have this one take, all in one take. It's one recording. It's, I don't know, maybe 20 or 30 minutes long. And it's a good friend of mine from middle school. I think this was like, Maybe eighth grade, ninth grade, kind of bridging that gap between middle school to high school, mm-hmm. and our only recording device was a little like tape recorder with a shitty little like microphone that attached oh, yeah. to it via like a little like eighth-inch plug-in, and um, so he has this recorder. He's sitting in his bathroom because he says it in the recording. He's like, "Hey, I'm you know so and so. I'm not going to put his name in here." Uh I'm so and so I'm sitting in my bathroom and uh I'm going to play some songs and you might hear more than one of me because I'm going to re-record myself afterwards and see how this sounds. And like he goes ahead and does it and you hear him and he plays one th- it's just like him and an acoustic guitar and then he comes in you know afterwards and re- re-records over himself with a second acoustic guitar and himself singing harmony and so it's just like it's two of him in a in a bathroom. Mm. For 30 minutes, and it's an amazing listen-through. And he does a really good job. Huh. Like, it's really fun to listen to. It's, I mean, we're, we're like 13, 14 years old, maybe? It's hilarious. <laughs> I can't obviously put it on here. I don't know what copyright laws are. I don't know anything like that, but uh, nor do I have his permission. It's I'm not on there. It's just him.
0: So. You know, wh- one other fun fact, and I don't think you know this. Um, huh. I don't want to put her name out there, but... Um, I'll just say that uh, you and I know the sister of the producer of this album. Of Green Day? Of uh, American Idiot and 21st Century Breakdown and everything since. Yeah. He's like a three... We do? Uh, two, two-time Grammy winner. Uh, yeah. Uh, from our improv days, uh, Julie. No shit. Her brother...
1: I've- I forgot about
0: her that. brother, Eric. Yeah, I remember we were out. We we had a we did an improv show and then we we're out uh, drinking afterwards. And I think it was around the holidays. I think it was around like Thanksgiving or something. She she was telling a story about how she always pisses her brother off. They had Thanksgiving at his house and mm-hmm. uh, she was telling a story about how every time she leaves before before she leaves, she takes a post-it note and writes her first name and puts it on. Uh, his Grammys and she's like Oh yeah so after my brother got his second Grammy I started doing that and I'm like whoa You're what <laughs> And I was expecting her to be like oh yeah No my brother is a fucking Something I would never even hear Like have heard of like oh no my brother's a famous Violinist or some shit And she's like right. oh yeah no my, my brother's the The uh, uh, engine, uh, The the producer of, of Green Day albums, starting with American Idiot and I'm like What I've known you for like three years I have a recording studio. You knew this, and
1: you never said anything to me. I
0: never yeah. got to meet the guy. T- t-
1: to be honest, this is the first.
0: Time actually, no, I it. take that back. I did. I met him. I found out afterwards. He was at dinner with us another night prior to that night, after a show when he was when he was down uh, in Ventura, and I actually oh, met shit. the guy and talked to him. We never we never talked about music and never came up.
1: And then I found this How out about weird. him. I know. Oh. What a weird thing. Like, cause like I know who you're talking about and I know my wife knows who you're talking about. Yeah. Cause they were good friends.
0: Yeah. Were they? They were. Well,
1: <laughs> I, I guess not. I, guess, yeah, evidently, I think you know somebody. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, think you know someone.
0: Yeah. No, she was, she was really cool, but she was super humble. That's why she never talked about it. And she was just telling a story about something that happened between her and her brother. And, uh, yeah, and he's a or super humble guy, to too. Out Dude, of- if, I, if I was a Grammy winner, I would never shut up about it. Like, <laughs> ever. Yeah, we know. Okay. Hi, I'm Mike. <laughs> I have a Grammy. Yeah, I don't know if, don't know if you do this. I don't know if you this. I have 55 Grammys. <laughs> I've been winning Grammys for been, like 85 I've been, I've been years. I've been making Grammys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've
1: been getting Grammys for like 95 years. Yeah.
0: Anyway, fuck, man. <laughs> I, I love that fucking album, and I love that song. And I just I think it's crazy. Out of all the hits Green Day's had, which this was not even one of them, uh, no. This is my favorite and fucking I'm, song from Green Day.
1: I'm glad you chose a not like hit Green Day song. Oh, dude, I wanted Holiday and I wanted
0: Jesus of because
1: Suburbia. I I try to do that with I try to do that with most of my songs that I choose. Every you know every so often I choose a hit because it is such a great song. Mm-hmm. But I always try and find one of my favorite songs by an artist that wasn't one that you heard on the radio because we're not a top ten. Right, but with that being said, Incubus is my next pick, Yep. and they're one of my favorite bands. I've seen them four times in concert. As we've heard. Yeah, amazing, amazing band. And I was going through the different albums that came out in the 2000s, because obviously they had some albums in the 90s. But for the 2000s is when I really like just fell hook, line, and sinker for Incubus. And the one song you say, "Hey, Moosh, are you gonna play Drive?" No, I wanted to. I almost put Drive the one on here, song... dude. Did I you? I almost said Drive was a runner <laughs> up. I I wanted to pick an an undercut one song that I really love. and I thought about I thought about Mexico, which both mm, you and I mm-mm, love. Mm-mm. I thought about um uh, is it in my room? Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 I know it's there. I wa- I wanted to put that song on here. I had that on my list and I was like, "Oh, oh I fuck, love that song." Miss my you. wife loves that song. I miss you was another great song. Yeah. And it just kept like I kept going through all these songs and I was like, "You know what? The one song that I really loved and listened to on repeat despite it being on the radio was Anna Molly. This song from start to finish is 100% exactly what I would I would write. I would play this song every day. Like, I learned how to play it on guitar when it first came out. This song took over my life in what, 2007 or 2006, <laughs> whenever this, 2006 when this came out. All right, here we go. I was in, I was, yeah, I was freshman, or no, I was, uh, I was in high school somewhere. I don't remember.
0: All right, what. Incubus, Anna, Molly off of light grenades. Oh,
1: oh bro. Mm. Uh, dude, I oh, dude, love- the
0: drums, yeah. T- tell me about those drums. Oh, I'll tell you about those drums. The the extra, um, like heat, it's tuned, it, the actual like snare beads are tuned very mm-hmm. loose, which gave it kind of a metal sound, which is what you get when mm-hmm. you turn the switch off. Metallica tried to do mm-hmm. that for a whole album and failed. It was called Saint Anger, it was awful. Uh, we don't talk about it, (laughs) but that's, that's how you, that's how you get that. Like almost like, like, uh, it sounds like you're hitting metal is you really loosen the beads and then you tighten them to get that snap. Uh, that's what I'll tell you about the drums, but Brandon Boyd's just, he's got such a versatile fucking voice.
1: Yeah. (sighs) He's, he's definitely my like vocal idol. Like when it comes to singing, I want to sing exactly like Brandon Boy, like at all times. You you in any song that I you doing. kind of do. I and I yeah I do do that like L- not not that like, you try uh, but your voice just lends it <clears throat> no, no, lends itself I, yeah. to him, in a way right. And and uh, the drummer Jose Pacias, is amazing. He is fantastic, and I want to talk about uh, Mike Einziger, the the guitar player, dude. Yeah, that was a badass he's, riff, man. He's amazing. Not only is that a badass riff, but he's worked with Pharrell Williams, our the boy Neptunes? Hans Zimmer. Oh, Hans Zimmer. He's worked with Skrillex, Tyler the Creator, Avicii, Damian Marley, Jason Schwartzman of Coconut Records. Bro, Steve Martin? <laughs> he's worked with all these guys. <laughs> That's your boy, dog. <laughs> Dude,
0: Steve Martin?
1: Dude, Steve Martin played the guitar
0: on a song where he played the banjo? Yeah. Did he?
1: Seriously? Because I I just know Steve Martin plays the banjo. No, no, yeah, they've written songs together. Like they've done, he's collaborated with a bunch of these artists. That's insane. It's amazing. It's amazing. Amazing. He's all over the place. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, I love Incubus so much. It's like unhealthy. It's like, I just, I feel like there's a succubus lying about somewhere. A succubus. Just... Mm. Not an incubus, a yeah. succubus. <laughs> an incubus is what happens when you, uh, you know, are ain't with a succubus. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, in, in like mythology, that's that's what an incubus the is. The extent is of my book.
0: knowledge of a succubus is from a South Park episode. Don't spit out your beer.
1: <laughs>
0: Not once did they mention did. incubus. They drove a lot of places. Uh,
1: but Succubus is like a, a, a seductive demon thing. I don't know. There's, there's probably people on Twitter that will yell at me. Is Twitter still a thing? I don't know. I worry for the future. I Dude. I, As of this recording, Twitter is on the brink of collapse, and we're trying to figure out what's going on. But... We're
0: still on Twitter. I, I, yeah, we're, for right now, we're still there, uh, yeah, dude. I I don't know. I try to stay out of all that politics and shit, but I did see. Yeah, I did see uh, that uh, it was a few weeks ago now that Elon Musk posted a uh, uh, a poll asking whether or not people think he should step down <laughs> yeah. and whether or not <laughs> and yeah, and who should yeah, take it and like Tom thing. from MySpace showed up and now everybody's voting that Snoop Dogg should take it like. By the time oh, this comes, I have no fucking idea. I, I don't know. And honestly, like, we don't really drive traffic to the podcast with Twitter anyway, but it has been great meeting people. It's, you know what I
1: love about Twitter uh, as of recording? Or since we started the podcast? The hate speech? Is... No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about your destination. It's the friends you make along the way. Yeah. We've made a lot of good friends on Twitter. We have. We've made... The, the, like you said in previous episodes... Through and through, like the music community on Twitter is really strong, and there's not a lot of hate. Yes, there's
0: no toxicity like, in
1: our city. In our city,
0: <laughs> there, there's not. It's been great. Like everybody I've no, reached it's, out it's to has has been has been awesome, and uh, yeah. hopefully we have. Uh, I've been trying to set up a few uh, uh, musician interviews, um, yeah, uh, with people that we met on Twitter, and, and as well as people that we know. But I mean, you know, Rich he- from Unheard Indie, and and. Uh, mm-hmm. What's that other guy's Dude, name? So, uh, Jared. <laughs> Jared, <laughs> <laughs> who hasn't been invited Dude, on the just, show since. His
1: show's been good. They're, both their shows have been fantastic. They have. I love listening to both of them. I, I um, prefer Rich. I've. I don't I've care been Jared talking to. It.
0: Deal with it, Jared. Oh, just kidding. I love
1: you. Babe. I've been talking to this guy, known as Dream Kid eighty nine. I think is his handle. Uh uh-huh. um, And it's all synthwave, and you know me, I love my synthwave. You like a nice wave. I like a good synthwave, man square, triangle, sign. they're all great. I love them all. Um, but I've been I've been chit-chatting with him on Twitter uh, a couple you know the past month or so and it, it's so fun because I we've been sharing like 80s bands. Yeah. Like I've sent him a couple 80s bands that I've discovered and he sends me some of his stuff and his inspiration and I would love to have an episode on synth and synthwave. I think we should. good think we definitely category. should someday. And I
0: got to clarify it would be fun. Jared you're my boy, you're my favorite person from Massachusetts. I don't know anybody else from Massachusetts. <laughs> whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, 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 whoa! Hey, that I know. You're, you're just gonna you're just gonna discount. Oh, that, that you know I know. Personally? Like personally, okay. yeah. I mean, no. I thought you were like. I thought we're you know we're gonna discount all of Cheers because I was about to get really upset.
0: No, and I think Bill Burr's from 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 Boston. I think. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, no, definitely not my favorite person I ever, favorite person I ever heard of, but Jared, I mean, you know, you, you got my number one spot in a spot made for one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's like telling your wife, she's your favorite wife. Dude, that's like... why I always tell my
0: wife that I need girlfriends. Cause right now, like she's at the top and the bottom, <laughs> like there's nowhere else to go. And that argument, guys don't use it. It doesn't work. It does not I can, <laughs> can confirm. It it does can confirm. not work. But speaking of of uh, uh females, um we need we, <laughs> oh, what's the
1: Huh? I was gonna say, what's the uh, segue here? What do we what do you got? Uh pink. Cause what about the, the color? The artist. Cause she fucking
0: rocks. Oh
1: yeah. I thought you just because girls were pink. I thought that was your segue, uh, and I was like, "That's a that's don't a weak put them segue. in a box." I'm not trying to. I thought you it were. Sounds putting like it sounds like you're first.
0: You first, you start talking about mm-hmm. how you 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 love the hate speech on Twitter, and and now, and now you're it. trying to put females in a box. I'm just oh, trying to get you more hate on Twitter because I know I no you love box. the hate you get on Twitter. <laughs> All right, here we go Uh, Sober off of the Funhouse album by Pink Fuck, dude, this song fucking slaps good
1: song Play the song God damn, she's got pipes Mm. Mm. She, dude, she blew up in the 2000s Like, Pink really was like You know, and this is gonna be a hot take Pink was in the early 2000s, Adele before Adele came out. I don't
0: think it's a hot take.
1: Dude, I think Pink was amazing. She first blew up. Oh my god. No, like I mean just like Pink's vocal capacity and her like charisma, her um what what's the word I'm looking for? Her like the way persona. she sang things, oh. her persona, like conviction. The, her conviction. Yeah. That's the word. Conviction. Her conviction when she's saying, like, you feel that. Yeah. Like, she's it's so powerful. It just cuts right down into your soul.
0: <laughs> and I I wish I knew the name of the song. Oh, uh, my sister actually showed me a pink song. That song
1: was Sober. Huh? The song we just played was Sober. Oh, was it? You, you oh, was that your it.
0: pin? Oh, that was my <laughs> pin. I wish I knew the name uh, of the song. My sister showed me, uh, like, a, a breakup song, a slower one that she did that was mm-hmm. just... Fuck, and I, I and I've never really, <laughs> I've never done a deep dive into Pink, um, done a deep dive into the Pink, but not Pink. Hey. and I I, I I I totally should because I love everything I've heard from her, and like she she was just um, last year she uh, performed with the Foo Fighters and Ann Wilson and did Barracuda for the Taylor Hawkins concert, uh, the tribute, not the one Ugh. at Wembley, but the I, one in L. A.
1: Still, I still haven't seen that. Oh,
0: dude, yeah, it's uh. I know it's It's, great. It's so I did not like the Wembley one. I didn't like the Wembley tribute. I just I Mm. I don't know. It it didn't it didn't do much for me other than other than when fucking girl sang my hero acoustic. That was emotional, that was great. But um the the LA concert was fucking awesome. Um but yeah, dude, she sang Barracuda and like yeah, raise your glass, you and your hand tonight. Fuck yeah. Like but I only yeah. know we're singles and that's a shame. The problem is, ever since we started this podcast, I find myself only having time to dip my toe into artists that I've never really listened to. It's been hard. It's to like do uh, a full-on deep dive so into somebody.
1: Like Oh, absolutely. I be, I mean, like I said, I listen to uh on hurt indie a lot. Like I every week I tune into uh Rich's show. And there's so much music that he introduces, and we we, we had him on the show by this point. He's his, he listens to so much fucking music. Yeah, dude, I forget the he I forget listens. the stats he went over, but the
0: stats were like I've listened it, to like twelve thousand artists. <laughs>
1: and I'm like what the fuck, yeah, dude? Like he like it didn't like when I did the math in my head at the like at the point of recording his like his interview and him, him on the show, I was like, there's no way. He listens to that much music. That is like six hours of music every day. I, I don't remember what the math turns out to be. But I was like, this guy is just constantly listening to new bands. There's no way there's that many bands. He's who I want to like, be I just, when I grow up. It's like, I feel like he's Dr. Strange and he's just manipulating time out there <laughs> and listening to music. And I'm just like, what the f-? like, how are you doing not, this? Not like, only this guy using is the time
0: zone to, to stop time, but also jumping into different multiverses. Just listen to music Yes When when fucking I uh, found this indie artist In this universe The gorillas were An operatic band In Earth 712 (laughs) They were known as The apes (laughs) Like what (laughs) The orangutangies (laughs) Oh man Yeah Fucking pink dude Uh, She mm. I need to listen to more of her I love everything I hear from her (sighs) Where are we going next Moosh Oh,
1: I guess it's my turn it is tis yeah uh, you know okay so okay. okay okay i've got I've got a couple bands here, and as much as I would have loved to have these i'm gonna i'm gonna name a couple bands that didn't make the cut they're going on the bonus tracks they're going on the bonus tracks these these two particular bands i'm gonna throw on uh minus the bear mm-hmm. Is I Like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, Minus the Bear is fantastic. Math rock. Um, before I knew that math rock was a genre. I just knew them as like this weird alternative band. But I was introduced to them at a young age in the early 2000s. Uh, Cold War Kids. I've got a nice saucy story about Cold War Kids that I'm not going to tell on the show. Um, so, and uh, then... Uh, hold on, hold on. Saucy? Hmm? Like spicy? Spicy. Like the 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 memory I have for the first time that I heard the Cold War Kids is inappropriate? Oh. And I'm not going to tell on the show. And for that I'm going to move on. There's Wait, bright no, eyes. I have questions. I don't have answers for you. I, I, c- bright can we get eyes, I have a, I have a story. Version?
0: We we know your wife doesn't listen to the show.
1: Well, that's very sad.
0: I know. Neither does mine. Yeah, <laughs> actually, she she listens sporadically.
1: So this is every. She she hears me enough all all day. But I have a question. There, uh, there was there was there was a lady. There was a girl that I was going out with when the Cold War Kids before they blew up and became huge. And when we were uh, making out, that's you rated. Got it. So uh, did the Cold she was War like, Kids hey, play this song
0: later? Become the Milk Carton Kids?
1: Nope. No. No. They never got found. Um Bright Eyes is another great artist <laughs> that came out in the early two thousands And he's more folky. I wanted to put him on the cut, didn't make it. I apologize to those artists. The artist I'm going to choose is one that really does hold another like all these artists hold a place in my heart. Um when I went off to college. Um, I had a, a school project. Yes, that song. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a school project, and I worked with this this girl. Uh, I don't remember her name. It was a classmate of mine uh, down in Musicians Institute. And our goal of the project was to take a song, recreate the song, and try and get as close as possible in production, because it was all for audio engineering and production, To the original. Mm -hmm. So you recreate the song from scratch to try and get as close as you can to the original track. Mm -hmm. So it's all about listening and recreating. The song that we chose together was Stray Light Run, the artist. The song is Existentialism on Prom Night. And this song is Emo as Shit. Well...
0: Uh, I I feel like you say these lyrics to me a lot. Um, Same for (laughs) me, like no one's listening something loud and out of key. That's my specialty. Yeah, Um, yeah, it wasn't bad. And Hmm. I was wrong about something. When I said uh, your your vocal doppelganger earlier was Brandon Boyd. No, it's whoever the fuck this guy is. That's exactly what you (laughs) sound like when you sing. Really? Yeah, like your natural you voice, so? like when, like, like yeah. you can pull out Chester. You do, you do a good, you do a good uh, Lincoln Park. But when you're not trying to sound like anything else, like you sound like this guy. And I think the no audience way. deserves a demonstration at some point.
1: I will do my best. Yes. Not right now. No, no, not not right now. But but I think but yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah let Who is the lead singer? I don't I don't really know. Like, I don't know a whole lot about, like, the specifics of this band, like, who the artists are, who their names are. I just don't have that that information readily available. What I do know is that this song, as well as this album, and I want to say the album that came after this one were huge in the, like, early or mid to late 2000s for me. Mm-hmm. And I just, I really, like, felt... Like it was this band, and then there's a band called Say Anything, and they're a bit more alternative emo, but not not well, not emo. They're more like alternative. I'll be like, the judge um, of that. Yeah, and and we can throw them on the uh, the the playlist, but not on the show. They they didn't make the cut. Say Anything didn't make the cut. Um, I don't know what. I, I guess just alternative. I don't even know what genre they call them. We'll have to call Jared. He's our <laughs> genreologist. <laughs> <laughs> you can give um, us,
0: give, give us a patch. They kind of have like
1: a. <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: Genre all just kind of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh,
1: they kind of have almost a. Um, like ska vibe to them. Huh. Horns? But mm, not horns. They got some upbeat of. I don't know. I- I'll show you after the show. Uh, audience, please listen to Say Anything. Uh, and determine for yourself. They're in this same kind of stray light run kind of feel. Like they're kind of emo, but not sad emo. They're just almost like horny emo, but without <laughs> horns. If that makes sense. Whoa. Yeah. Like I don't know how to. I don't know how else to. You're explain. doing a great job. Like they're they're emotional, <laughs> but the the wrong kind of emotions, or the right. I mean, depending on your mood. So. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, it's just a band that kind of sounds like this that isn't like this. Got it. Like I said, the two thousands were a weird era for genre and music. They
0: they, they were, and yeah. for those of us, they need a bit of a palate cleanser. Sure. Since you don't have much to say about Starlight Run, right? <laughs> obviously.
1: Straight. Straylight, Starlight.
0: Starlight whatever. I've been. Yeah, you know, I'm waiting for the new season of The Boys. Um,
1: oh, I love The Boys. Fucking The Boys. Boys. Oh man! I love that show. Um, I was I was impressed about that show. You said, "Hey, you should watch the boys," and I said, "Yeah, I've heard about it. Whatever. I'm not really into it." And then I started watching it, and I was like, "Bro, have you seen the fucking Boys? Dude, like, and you're like, "Yeah, I introduced you to the boys." I'm like, "Yeah, but have you seen the boys?" <laughs> so I, I tried it. <laughs> I tried it once. I watched
0: like the first two episodes, and I wasn't I wasn't uh, I wasn't too convinced. And then Brad was at my house. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of uh, Brad friend of the show I was, was on a while back. Uh, he, he told me to give it another shot and I'm glad I got like three episodes in because then I was, I was, I was fucking hooked, but oh, yeah. anyway. Uh, so we're going to go to, uh, our boy, Chris Cornell. Oh yeah. yeah, Hit you right in the feels. Oh yeah. Okay. off oh. audio slave out of exile album. And the reason why oh. I lo- right, and the reason why I love this song is because uh, I I was, sleep- I was living on a couch at the time, and mm-hmm. I woke mm-hmm. up, and I, I used to fall asleep watching music videos, and I woke up in the middle of the night at like two or three in the morning, and I think it was on VH1, and I woke up right as the song "Be Yourself" was starting, and I heard okay. this voice. And I went, what is this? Who is this? Why is I, I this? I felt the
1: exact same way. I felt the exact same way. Oh, there's- The first time I heard Black Hole Sun. Uh, we'll,
0: we'll, get, we'll, 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 we'll get to it. But for right now, out of Exile album, Audio Slave, Chris Cornell, be yourself. Mm. That voice.
1: Bro. Bad oh my god. Voice. Can we can we yes, the voice Tom Morello. I was going to say can we talk about Mr. Watchman himself, Tom Morello. Oh, dude. Oh my god, Tom Morello is my favorite. And I love I love the way he strums. He
0: strums like a fucking robot. Like the 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 height between his downstroke and his upstroke is fucking ridiculous.
1: Mhm. So, so dude, watching him, like he's got a ton of stuff on YouTube, and just watching anything Tom Morello does, he's
0: got a masterclass. He's
1: amazing. Oh, he's got a masterclass. Master master class. Cool. He must know what he's doing. Absolutely, dude. He he's toured with Bruce Springsteen, the boss, the boss.
0: And For those that don't know, he's the motherfucking guitarist of Rage Against the Machine. After they broke up, oh, of course. Actually, I yeah. think all of them are Rage Against the Machine. I think they just replaced uh, Zach Delaroca with with Chris Cornell and made Audio Slave.
1: Uh, Right, so fairly certain that's actually,
0: huh? I think so.
1: I'm fairly certain. Yeah, Yeah, I I think that's. Unless there's a drummer or something that was replaced, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Uh, Funny thing about Cornell though. So like that happened in the middle of the night, right? And then I totally forgot about it, and I was half awake, but I was awake to listen to to hear this song when when the music video came on, and I totally Mm -hmm. forgot about it, and I was driving around at work one day, and on the radio. Fell on black days came out. Now I've never heard Chris Cornell. I'd never heard Black Hole Sun. I escaped oh. the 90s and never heard that song. And uh How? I had a horrible musical <laughs> upbringing. When like I missed right. all of grunge, like all of West I didn't Coast,
1: s- West Coast hip hop.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like I I skipped all of that shit until uh much later and uh mm-hmm. I'm riding around and I'm listening to uh uh Rock 967. And, um, mm-hmm. fucking fell on black days came on and I'm like, fuck, what is this song? This is, wait a minute. This sounds like the gu-. and it all came coming. It all came flooding back. I'm like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. A few nights ago I woke up and I heard this voice, but I couldn't remember any, I couldn't remember how be yourself went. None of that. All I heard was fell on black days and I'm like, who has this voice? Who the fuck? And I went to, who the who? Who and i went to my my uncle and i'm like yo you ever hear us hear a song about like falling on like black grenades or something like i couldn't remember he's like fell on black days i'm like yes that one who the fuck is that he's like well boy that's chris cornell
1: boy boy <laughs> betray you to me uh I'm still making my th- my way through the uh, the new God of War. I mean, it's not new anymore. I um, haven't even the latest I God of even War, it, Ragnarok. But he, oh, I got it for Christmas. It's it's amazing. Well, <sighs> I'll, I'll have
0: to take your word for it. But I uh, he told me who it was, and then I discovered that Audio Slave and Soundgarden are two different things, uh, two different mm-hmm. bands. And uh, yeah, I just headfirst, and then and then Songbook came out. And oh, and if Chris Cornell needed to further cement himself as one of the greatest vocal vocalists of rock of all time, like Songbook
1: did it. Songbook was fucking and is one of the most legendary pieces of artwork for music. Hundred percent,
0: like a stone, dude. I tear up every time Mm. I hear that damn song. The Mm. acoustic version, I fuck.
1: Oh. Oh, that's the story I wanted to tell this this episode. Okay, so we re- we're recording this episode, and just, what, uh, two days ago, uh, I went out to karaoke for the first time in, like, 15 Oh, years. yeah, you did. Yeah. And I thought it was so and, cute. and I, You I know. were
0: texting me. You're so nervous about your song selections, and, like, I get that way, too. I was like, Aw.
1: It It's funny because, like, even, like, you go to karaoke. Everyone's drinking. Everyone doesn't give a fuck about what how you're singing. All they care about is song selection. Yeah. that's the only thing people give a fuck yep. about. But it's been ages since I've gone to karaoke, and so <clears throat> I go out, and the first song I pick, I, I wanted to pick, um, I wanted to pick a Foo Fighters song. I was like, Yo, give me Foo Fighters, and let me let me just do Everlong. It's a song I know. It's a song I love. Let me sing it. He's like, Oh uh, yeah, I don't got that song. And I'm like fuck! How do you not have? How do you not have Everlong? I mean, I've been to I've been like, to
0: karaoke joints that don't have the acoustic version, but not the the, the,
1: the fucking commercial, n- n- any version. version. No, nothing. And I was like, What? Everlong? It's a Foo Fighters. So he's like, I've got man my my hero. Go on. I'm be like, What? How do you how the fuck? You gonna, have, you gonna have, have a fucking? How you gonna have a karaoke night with? never long. So I was like, all right, well, I I see you got Beatles posters everywhere on the wall. Uh, l- l- bring up the Beatles. And he looks at me he's like, well, what fucking Beatles song? And I'm like, I don't know, man. Fucking pick. One. All we have is I can the sing suffering. them all. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> right. No, he's like, oh, I got a ton of Beatles. And I was like, he pulls it up alphabetically. And I'm like, fucking all my loving. I don't want to sit here and figure it out. I'm on this, you know, quote unquote stage, you know, by, by the microphone. I'm like, all right, I just play all my loving. So I play, I sing all my loving by the Beatles. Anyway, the reason I bring this up reason. is the reason I bring this up is it was so fun to sing karaoke and it was so nice. And my voice is still a bit hoarse from trying to hit high notes that are out of my range. But one thing that I wanted to do was sing Chris Cornell. And again, he's like, no, I don't have any audio slave. I was like, "How the fuck are you gonna have Carrie on night slave?
0: without any audio I'm slave?" These, but get your claw off my microphone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it was so, it was so fun, and I can't wait to go back. And one thing that I, I should have done was sing some um, "Death Cab for Cutie." I disagree. I love Death Cab. For I Cutie. told you to make
0: Chester proud. And you didn't.
1: I know. I there was, dude. If I couldn't hit any high notes, there's no way I'd be. I, I was. I'm still. Chester kind of sick, hits high I think, notes. Coming over that. Does he not? <laughs> have you listened to Chester? Sing an octave lower. Come on, Bobby. <laughs> no, no, forget about it. Um, but when I go back, I'm gonna be more prepared. If I go back, and if and when I go back, I'm gonna be more prepared. I'm gonna have a set list. I'm like, all right, motherfucker.
0: This, this is what sucks about you and I, I living in song. different states. I have no karaoke buddy. Yeah, figured. I got, I I bring the motherfucking house down. All right, I get up there and I do Corey Taylor and I do some fucking metal screams. I bring the motherfucking house down,
1: bruh. <laughs> Dude, this guy. <laughs> hold on, real quick. Metal screams. This fucking guy that was at karaoke. He sang um, "Seek and Destroy." Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the worst. <laughs> the worst the worst singing i've ever heard. he was like seek and destroy
0: <laughs> hey he's, he's trying though so I'll, I'll say this i'll say this i am the what? only one i know and i'm not even trying to brag but i'm the only one i know that can pull off metallica at karaoke I can do their their and you've heard me do these. I I, I can do yeah yeah you've recorded uh, it. Unforgiven and and uh, mm-hmm. uh, their cover of Turn the Page. I nail those. But I, every time somebody gets up there to do, actually no, I take that back. There was a woman that did Inner Sandman a few times and I heard her do it and she fucking murdered it. And if I didn't hate that song, I give her a lot more credit. But dude, <laughs> we have to make a karaoke thing happen one of these days. You're going to bring your ass to to California.
1: And, and no, it's way too expensive. Gas is far cheaper up here. You come up here and we'll have to go out to karaoke. They will kill it. It'll be a night to remember. Yeah. But what's up next? Right. Like I said, I want to do Death Cab next time I go for karaoke. So I'm going to choose Death Cab as my next song. And Death Cab for Cutie, one of my favorite bands ever. I've seen them live, they're fantastic. I love Ben Gibbard. I love the way he sings. Most people don't. (laughs) What I'm going to (laughs) say.
0: That that was unintentional. (laughs) What? I I was actually like, wait a minute. Did I actually make that sound? (laughs) Did I do that
1: out loud? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Death Cab for Cutie. His his voice is questionable. There's people that, that don't like it, and that's fine. What I'm saying is, there are songs that he's done that are undercuts. And this is one of those, those B cuts. Those aren't, this is a song that isn't one of the number ones that it's not, um, you know, the big hits, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going with passenger seat and I love this tune. I love this song. I love the imagery that he paints with his lyrics. So if you will, if you will indulge me, if you will oblige, please just kick back, play the song, relax, And just listen to the lyrics. All right. To all the listeners. Okay, I'll I'll pull the lyrics up. Passenger seat, Death cap for Cutie, off of Transatlanticism.
0: You know who his voice reminded me of? Colin Malloy.
1: Oh, and okay. that song, of, uh, I don't, I don't know why.
0: Yeah, from the Decemberist. Yeah. like uh, just, just the way the way he sang and the certain ways he enunciated certain. That. I, I was sitting there and I'm like, oh, this is killing me. I've heard this vocalist before, and then I I was like, oh no, wait a minute, it's that vocalist, but way more
1: upbeat. Sounds like Colin Malloy. So this song in particular, and like I said, when I made my playlist, when I made my cut, I had to pick songs that, like. It hit a memory or some sort of emotional chord in me that really made the cut. This song anytime I hear this song it reminds me of a road trip I was on when I was like I don't know 12 or 14 I, don't know, I was a young teenager when this song came out 2003 this album came out 2003 so I was a young teenager and I was in the car with my mother, and we're in a convertible driving up the uh, PCH. Yeah. And I just, like, for whatever reason, this song just, like, reminds me of that memory. Like, my feet on the dash, you know, looking up at stars and satellites and trying to see, you know, which is which. And it just, like, everything about this song is just, like, it, it invokes that memory. And it's such a strong memory for me. And we've talked about how music is... Yeah a very strong memory-inducing, you know, thing for, for your brain. So it's just, it's, oh God, I fucking love this whole album is transcendent, man. Like I love this from beginning to end. Transatlanticism is such a great album. I almost chose several songs off of this album and there's other albums of, uh, death cab that came out in, you know, between 2000 and 2009
0: there's a song. Bracket, I recognize the album cover. There's a song on here that you had me listen to a while back. I don't remember which one it was. It wasn't this one. Um,
1: uh, probably a lack of color. That's one that I play often. It. I, I cover that song. Um, We didn't really do a New Year's type of episode. Well, we did the 22 did. wrap up. Yeah, we did the 2022. Yeah. But if we were going to do like a tw- like a New Year's, like maybe maybe next year. Maybe, Maybe next 23 year, twenty three to twenty four. If we do a New year style episode, um, they have a song on this album, Transatlanticism, called "The New Year," and it's again the imagery that he paints in his lyrics is so specific, and you can see yourself exactly where he is, like from the like first person point of view, and it's amazing. I just I fucking love Def Cab, man. One of my favorite bands of all time. It
0: was it wasn't a bad song. I did not enjoy it. It wasn't bad. Good. Yeah, it Good. Was, it was all right, and that means a lot. It does. It, does. it means a lot it, to it, me. Yeah. yeah, I know. But <laughs> it it um yeah, obviously the lyrics put you in a car, but it made me it it, uh, it was very relaxing. It made me want to fall asleep, but we can't because no, we each have like two more songs, and one more song I, each. Oh yeah, yeah, one song each. So two songs to go, and I feel mm. like we need to wake the fuck up. Okay?
1: Okay. And after listening
0: yeah, sure, to an emo sure. band, I say, no more sorrow. Oh, Oh, yes. my God. Oh. If that's not one Dude. of the better fuck yous to, like, whichever government you, you
1: don't like. Oh, whatever. My God. Dude, Minutes to Midnight was by far the first album of Lincoln Park that I was like, "Okay, I'm listening. You have my attention." Like, every song on this on this album was a bang. Oh, dude, Shadow of the Day, dude, Bleed It Out was one of their number That's one songs. That's one of your songs favorite songs.
0: Oh yeah, dude, and I mean, and the thing he's known for—the 17 second scream, "Given Up," Give oh,
1: Oh, 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 he hits a
0: yeah. D5 In that fucking song Yeah When he says up I've given uh up, That's a D5 You know how fucking uh,
1: high that is It's Oh high. my god I do know how fucking high that is uh, But And even uh, the slower what I've, ones What I've done Is another great song Off the what Transformers
0: Soundtrack oh. But I mean Even the slower ones That are towards hmm. the end Valentine's Day In between In yeah, pieces yeah, yeah.
1: And the little things Give you away Like Dude <sighs> This is, dude. Look at look at the plays. Look on Spotify. Look at the plays. The least played song is probably "Wake" with fourteen million. And that's just an intro. And that's an (laughs) intro song for a minute. I don't even think There's really no music in that. I don't think. No, I don't know. Aside from that one, keep scrolling. What's what are the? uh, You got twenty four million plays, five hundred and seventy three million of what I've done
0: hundred and forty six for shadow of the day and i'm sure a hundred thousand of those are, are from me
1: so with lincoln park uh i remember eighth grade just before we got into high school i had a buddy his name is anthony was anthony is anthony i don't know i haven't spoken to him since eighth grade we'll call him anthony um we'll call him anthony and he was a huge lincoln park fan long before i got into it and I don't know what my hesitation was. I don't know why it it was. I don't know. I think it was seventh grade that he was like, "Lincoln Park's my shit," and he had like Lincoln Park like a sweater, Lincoln Park T shirts, Lincoln Park everything. He had all the CDs, the posters. Like that was his shit. And I was like, "Oh yeah, Lincoln Park's cool or whatever, whatever. You know, it's cool. I'm 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 into the Beatles." <laughs> but like, I look back at that memory now. and I'm like, dude, why was I not? As obsessed with Linkin Park then as I am So now. like, because I've, I've
0: I've already told my my intro to Linkin Park story, but the only thing I can think of is yeah. like, uh, you know, I loved in the end when I first heard it, and I didn't really listen to too mm-hmm. much else. Uh, but I went through a breakup a few years later. This would have been like oh four, ish, and sure. that was when uh actually the same uncle uh that they introduced me to Chris Cornell. Uh, and having nothing to do with the breakup, he just introduced me to hybrid theory and meteora cause minutes to midnight hadn't come out yet. And right. that was the first, that was my first dive into Lincoln park. I didn't discover minutes to midnight until, I don't know. I, you know what it was? I was walking through a mall. This was, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. I was walking through a mall waiting for the wife to get done shopping. And I'm just like walking outside these stores and the, their, their music system. I heard this, I heard shadow of the day. And I'm like, oh, Oh. God, this song's amazing. Who sings this? And I actually took Mm. my, uh, you know, Shazam wasn't built into your phone back then. Um, I took my Shazam (laughs) thing out and I held it up and and it picked it up and it's just sat over the day Lincoln Linkin Park. And I'm like, what? This isn't Linkin Park. When the fuck did they start singing like this? And then. Yeah. yeah,
1: But like. Then you realize how great. Like Chester really did, like how he, how great he really was. Well, it, it's funny. How great like
0: I, I was talking about, um, I was talking about which freaking album? Oh, Eminem's third album earlier about how mm-hmm. there was a sense of maturity in that album that didn't exist in the previous two. Uh, they they mm-hmm. it's almost like they allowed themselves to be more vulnerable. And right. I I feel like minutes to midnight. Some people would argue a thousand suns, which came out after, but uh, we're, in, we're 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 not talking about A Thousand Sons, but I think No More Sorrow is when they polish themselves to the point to where they're just doing metal. Like, this this album was way more metal, and you can hear little differences in, the, in uh, Mike Shinoda's production. Like, there's always, uh, like, an eighth note, not always, in a lot of songs, like, in Given Up and in No More Sorrow, there's, like, a constant eighth note, like, clap, like going in the background that just drives the beat that you heard that in no more sorrow. Like even when the, the breakdown comes with the um, right where four gets into faceless hypocrites, you hear that you hear, it's the very first thing you hear and give it up. You hear like you, you hear that. And it's like, it's a, you could tell like Shinoda like found some sort of, or maybe it was Khan I don't know, but I'm assuming it was Shinoda. Like he's like, Oh, Hey, this sounds really cool when I do this, and he put it in a few different parts. I love picking that out of albums. But what I also love about this song is it's very old Metallica, especially in that intro. Like, like one, like where you just get the you get the drum roll on the snare going with mm, the rhythm of the, yep. the the guitar and shit. It's, uh,
1: faceless hypocrites. Yeah. God damn, dude. Yeah, and I and I could I think have put one of these days. I was, oh, go I ahead. was just
0: going to say, you know, you were talking earlier about how you don't put, you know, the most famous song or something like that. Like, with the, you were talking about I try thinking else, right? Yeah. Like, I could have put One Step Closer or In the End or Breaking the Habit or something off of Meteora yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? No, I'm not going to play what they expect. Okay. Yeah. No, fuck off. It ain't going to happen. <laughs> and I don't want to hear your sorrow, right? No more of it.
1: Right. Okay. That makes we sense.
0: literally have and only you know a few minutes you left to midnight. interesting?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Huh. It's getting late. Anyway. Um, you know what's interesting about our playlist here? <clears throat> and we have one song left, and I'm, I'm going to play that song in a moment. We didn't play any pop. Like, there's no InSync or. Pink? Well, besides Pink's Pink. Pop. Pink is the only pop song. Yeah? Pop artist. Sure. Uh, we didn't play any NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears. Hey, if you uh, want it that way. We didn't play, way, like, any Alanis Morissette or. She was
0: bigger in like, the 90s. Of those... Jagged Little Pill was, like, yeah, 96, right. 97. Yeah, I guess you're right. But, yes, no, we, and Backstreet she, she Boys. She also bled
1: like... into the, the 2000s. But, like, I mean, just, like, any, like, um, um, what's the Australian, or, no, English, English band, mm. uh, Spice Girls. There we go. Band. No. Nope. No, we didn't. Yeah, none of that. Which no disrespect to anyone who I mean that when you think of the early 2000s, that's what you think of. Like when I asked my wife, I said, "Yo, we're going to do the 2000s next. What do you, what do you think?" And she's like, uh, I don't know. Um uh in sync, backstreet. Like she only thought pop bands." Yeah. I'm like, "I know, I don't We're not doing pop." I mean, they're great. I love Justin Timberlake. Some of his solo stuff that came out in the late 2000s like um what was that album that came out 2020 was that that was oh, in yeah, it 2000, had, uh, like 2009 um oh f- fuck i can see the album cover i know what you're talking about mm-hmm. yes yeah, yeah yeah like uh future sex love sounds was great i'm sorry 2020 was 2013 uh which is weird to say in 2022 anyway 23 uh, bro future sex oh fuck <laughs> God damn it! You ever do that? You All know when the time. like the new year comes and you're still like, you write and you type the last. Um, oh it takes me like half the year and I'm like, yeah. oh, I finally got it. it. it and the it next does. thing it you know, it's the next next yeah. year. It Goes
0: by quick as you get older. Fuck, dude. When I asked my wife what I should put on this list, uh, it, the first thing she said was "In the Club" by 50 Cent. I'm like, you know what? It's not a bad pick because that song was fucking everywhere in like 2003 but yeah. i'm like i already i already have hip hop represented i, I, I got an Eminem song and she's like Cher. and i said you can fuck right off
1: <laughs> never i don't like share i, I mean, think she's overrated uh, do you, fight me other pop other pop artists i want i could put on is taylor swift started gotten she got popular in the early or late 2000s stadium
0: uh, stadium country the keith urban uh yeah. uh, uh with rascal flats bro and shit Bro,
1: I almost, you know what song almost made the cut? Uh, you're getting like to really I'm building with anticipation. You know what didn't make the cut? Is it
0: Baby Locked the Door? Did that come out then?
1: No. No. no, I, no. I was going to say, I thought that possibly, was newer. I don't remember. I'm going to go with It Wasn't Me by Shaggy. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, almost. Dude. I had it written down. I had it written down. I was like, dude, I should put this fucking shit on the cut. I man. was, I oh was thinking God. of putting my dad so on here. <laughs> <'Cause> he <laughs> Damn hits. come on, dude, dude. Ma- Maroon Five, Maroon 5 up when in the they 2000s? were good,
0: Outcast? when they were good, right? Songs uh, about Jane, yeah. oh yeah. solid. Mm. Sunday morning rain is falling. What? And yep. she
1: will yep.
0: be in That's fucking bangers of a song, dude. And then they, and then they, Adam Levine went and fucked everything up He tried to go over to fucking hip-hop And didn't make it,
1: in my opinion You know, another another thing, too, is I could have sworn That, like, Skrillex And Bass Nectar and all these, like, dubstep Like, really no. dubstep Type of genres Came out, no, that was 2010 Yeah, I, that was so a little bit later So you'll see them later. on the next, on our next, John, on our next That's decade. all you, bro Yeah <laughs> So Skrillex, Bass Nectar, like all this dubstep and like techno type stuff. I'm gonna have like really popped off in 2010. The hardest time with the closing of our of
0: our series on the the next time we do this for the 2010s. I'm gonna have the really? I'm gonna have the hardest fucking time because I didn't I don't listen to a lot of music over the last decade. I mean, I'll find five, yeah. but sure. I, it just I don't know. I don't feel like the 2010s was I, a
1: great decade. And like how many times are I put a Dell on this fucking uh, show i mean jesus i know right you could probably do it every every decade we could do it every week son i mean we could um with that being said with all those artists that we talked about all the ones that didn't make the cut that really i mean they deserve a spot all those foreskins left on the hospital
0: floor (laughs) <laughs> that's what that's what it is, man. All you the know, all the people that didn't make it but get mentioned, they're just foreskin. <sighs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say a couple months ago um was it early December, late November? I don't remember when. Uh the Arctic Monkeys. Oh, the new album. Came out with a new Drive, album. Drive, right? And you you listen yes. to it, The Car. The Car. Yes. The Cars. Car. The car drive car. is the cars. Yeah. They came out with the the car, one car, right? Yeah, yes. yeah. So the Arctic Monkeys came out their album, and you said you listened to a song or two. I or oh, listened this to the whole thing. What have you? Oh, great! That's fantastic. I'm glad. That's new Arctic Monkeys. Mm-hmm. I would like to play you a song, and I've been saving this song since we oh, talked really? about the Arctic Monkeys because I was like, I know I have a reason to play you some old arctic monkeys and i want you to listen to it and i want you to experience the joy before they thought out that i get yeah there was still <laughs> there was still arctic man okay and and it's and it's this is a fun song and i hope the audience agrees that this is just a classic it's one of their top songs i'm not picking a b cut i'm picking straight up one of their top songs. Okay. Fluorescent Adolescent by the Arctic Monkeys off of Favorite Worst Nightmare. I'm excited. All right, let's get to it. Oh.
0: Oh. I mean, yeah, it was fun.
1: Oh, I, Alex Turner. I, I hate,
0: I, I I hate to bring, bring him up again, the, uh, but Rocky it Rocky. just made me want to listen to the Decemberists. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. There's something about this guy's voice, Colin Malloy oh, and uh, whatever the fuck, uh, death cab. There is something similar about the, the, almost nasally, like just tone that they have. But like, you know, yeah. you, you introduced me to the Decemberists that uh, we did the force fed and I fucking loved, uh, yeah. her majesty. Mm-hmm. Fucking love that album. It was great. I listened to it for I listened to it a week after our we already recorded the episode. Like, it, it, and I still right. listen to it now and then. I still get songs stuck in my head, and it's like listening to that just made me want to go listen to them. I don't know why. I don't know what the I mean, connection I'm not, is. I'm
1: not. I'm not angry. Uh, I'm really. sure. I'd love for you to listen. <laughs> I'd love for you to listen to more Decemberists. But that's interesting. Um, there's, oh God, there's so many honorable mentions that I. Could mention. (laughs) Dude, think about like the white stripes. Yeah. Huge in the 2000s. The black keys. Huge. Yep. Gold on the ceiling. Dude, Paramore. Oh, yeah. Paramore. Huge in the 2000s. Fucking, I mean, I could go into like all the emo bands, My Chemical Romance, used, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I've (laughs) I've done enough emo. I get it. Uh, But I'm just saying, like, there was uh, Franz Ferdinand. Uh, Weezer was really big in the 2000s Going into
0: metal I mean, Slipknot got big in the 2000s
1: Yeah, Slipknot Yeah, 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 yeah That's your boy That's my
0: boy Like, dude Uh, yeah There was a a lot of good music that came out
1: All the good Radiohead Like, the great Yeah The Radiohead that I love Was 2000s Radiohead With, like, uh, In Colors And, In um, Rainbows Or, I'm sorry In Rainbows You're Mm -hmm. right The Free Album Um, yeah yeah, what a trip that yeah. was. Um, Kid A, yep, was two thousand. That's uh, that's
0: one with Karma Police on it, right? Yeah, because Creep's okay. Computer, I think Kid A has Karma Police on it.
1: No, Karma Police was okay. Computer, was it? Yeah. Hold
0: on, let's look this up. I'm not I'm doubting. Not, I'm not you looking on this, th- I could definitely be wrong. I'm, but sick. I know maybe it's high and dry. I know there's a song that I love off of Kid A and it yeah.
1: is karma police is is okay computer
0: fuck what's one am my thinking uh I, oh wait hold on i think it's in limbo i think that's said the other oh, song man, that, I, that i love that's off of kid a
1: yo and remember last year um did we do this together i don't know if we did which one last year in 2022
0: mm-hmm.
1: radiohead released their like playstation 5 oh yeah experience. we talked about it yeah yeah, yeah. we did mm-hmm. right yeah It's free. I'm going to go. If it's still available. Download that again.
0: No, never again. Cause I put headphones on Um, and I turn my lights off and I don't do drugs. I don't judge people that do. I just don't, but I felt like I was and fuck. You remember back in like, uh, you know, speaking of the two thousands, remember back in like 2007 and eight when guitar hero was, was huge. And you'd spend all that time staring at the screen and then you would just look at a wall and the wall would be drifting upwards It was like that, but times a thousand. Like that, dude. That game's a fucking trip. Oh yeah, and totally designed by uh, Tom York, which, and you know he sees things differently.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: I mean, he's only got one and a half eyes.
1: (laughs) How you see the world and how Tom York sees the world. And if you don't believe us, go watch No Surprises music video. Cause the whole time he's staring at the camera <laughs> with one eye half open. And it's yeah. yeah. He's
0: not <laughs> winking at you. No. Uh, hey, he's a
1: fucking genius. Oh man. Oh, everything in its right in its right place. Oh fuck, I love that song. Yeah. Oh, so, a yeah. solid fucking album. The amount of songs we could have put in this decade. I know. This is a hard decade to choose you, from. You know, I tried it to sucks I so. tried
0: to be It sucks because like, you know, we started off in the sixties and you know, the next episode I've already made my playlist and it was, it was rough, but for the wrong reason, like every decade so far from the sixties through, through the 2000 through 2009, um, it was horrible trying to figure out what to replace with what. And I, man, the maybe, maybe I'll get some sort of inspiration to go, oh, fuck, I didn't even think of that band in this band or this genre, but I doubt it. I don't think it's going to happen. It's, um, oh, it's, it, it was difficult trying to fill that shit up.
1: And it's, it's interesting because I don't, I feel like I'm going to have just as hard a time in 2010 to 2019 as I did for 2000, 2009, I like, I just, there's so many indie bands and, and genres that came to fruition in that decade. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy because I love the sixties. I love the seventies. I love the eighties. The nineties were great. I don't love them. There, there's they're some good shit. I had some great picks, Ugh. but love the nineties. I just, I feel like, as we're getting to our generation of music it's getting harder and harder yeah you know what i mean like music that we hear like i mean like i mentioned at the beginning of the episode rich listens to fucking like so much music we had him on the show he listens to so much music every year he's been doing his show for like six years i've been doing my show for like 85 years uh he's been doing a show forever and it's just like i don't there's so much music out there now past present and you know, stuff that's just coming out, which I guess constitutes as present, whatever. It's just like, it's, it's getting harder and harder with the amount of music that exists
0: to make. We've talked about this, all things, history, music, movies, history in general. Yeah. Like, you know, the longer time goes on, the more you have to learn. And the, you know, the great thing, uh, that that happened in the 2000s and the decade we're on is the file sharing generation, the information generation, right? right? Like it started in the 90s, but yeah. it fucking exploded oh, yeah. and continues to. And it's great because you have these artists that uh, otherwise you'd never hear from because they wouldn't have been able to get a record deal. You know, they're stuck in rural Ohio and can't get to New York or they're stuck in, you know, right. Utah, but can't make it to L.A. And they die with their talent. Now, you don't have to worry about that. But the problem is getting your hands, wrapping your ears <laughs> like around all of that as time fucking goes on. Yeah. It, it's very difficult now. And I mean, it's a hey, it's a good thing and it's a bad thing. Uh, because there's probably some bands out there that are, that I, that would blow my fucking mind and yours. And we'll probably, there's going to be some that we never, ever hear. There's going to be some that Rich never even hears for as much as he tries. Cause there's just so fucking much, but there's so much,
1: it's it's too much almost. Nah, it's
0: never too much. I'd rather have too much than too little. I wouldn't want it to be the fucking twenties. I don't like swing music. You know,
1: you know my my eldest son asked me. He goes, "If you were stranded on an island, what was the what would be the only album you could take with you?" And I had no answer. <laughs> I was like, "Bruh, what? I one album? Like I can't make a mixtape. I have to choose one album or one?
0: I can't and not I even can't, one artist? No, just one."
1: Album like specific oh, man. album, and I had no clue. I I, I don't even know what answer it wouldn't I wouldn't be Continuum him, by John Mayer. No. Just... <laughs> <laughs> no. You want to tell that story?
0: <laughs> it's got to be a yeah, proud guess dad moment.
1: That's there was a proud dad moment. So my my eldest son's in class, and he's uh, he's in fourth grade. Yeah, fourth grade, and. So my wife is picking up my kids from school. I'm at work. She's picking up the kids from school. And the teacher, my oldest son, his fourth grade teacher, comes up to the car and says, oh, I just want to tell you really quick that, you know, uh, your son said the funniest thing in class today. And my wife was like, uh-oh. What did he say? You know, because parents, we always think Then you the got watch. Segura and Maniscalco and shit going on. So yeah, right, I'm just thinking yeah. of your son sitting there going, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah right we we gotta send a message um no so she says to my wife the teacher goes he said the funniest thing he said uh after he had dropped his pencil for like the fifth time like his pencil kept rolling off the desk right slanted desk pencil rolls off he goes ah I hate gravity darn you John Mayer (laughs) and the teacher fucking lost it And my wife starts laughing. She immediately texts me. And school gets out at 2. My wife texts me at like 2.15 as soon as they pull up in the driveway and get home. She texts me and goes, you know, your son said the funniest thing. And I go, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Same reaction. And just he tells me the story. And I'm laughing so hard at work. I'm like, yeah, it sounds like something I would say. Oh, my God. Gravity. <laughs> it was working against him.
0: He needs yeah, to keep absolutely. the pencil where the light is. <laughs> oh man. Well
1: oh, Yeah. God. That that it's shit so was good. funny.
0: Um all right. Well Yeah, and then I text you. Yeah, about and then it, you text so me good. about it. And I was like I sent you the screenshot. You shot. raised him right, Moose. <laughs> and problem. that's what matters. Yeah. Um right. anyway, hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh follow us on Twitter for as long as Twitter's around at uh You know what?
1: Oh sorry. No, all right. Feel free to cut this. <laughs> Now I have to leave it in. What? Yeah. Feel free to cut this. Um outside of Twitter, we could we could probably start like a Discord. You're the social media guy. Join. You
0: you do it on Discord.
1: We can have people join the Discord. We can chit-chat with them live. Discord is all it is is think of like AIM instant messenger. A well, instant messenger back in the oh, day. Oh, it's the 2000s. People people Yeah, 2000s. <laughs> people join the Discord, they hang out, we can chit-chat with them live. You know, anytime we're there. Uh we can go on voice uh, uh voice chat, just like PlayStation and chit chat with like people listening to the show. We can talk about, you know, music or whatever. Well I don't do social like, media, so idea, don't say we. we.
0: Moosh will chat with you.
1: No no no, we could do it. We could hang out. Eh. Don't 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so uh, Yeah, Discord, uh, maybe I don't know, who knows what the hell's happening with Twitter By the time this episode comes out about a month from now I mean Snoop Dogg could be running it Which would be fantastic, so
1: who the fuck that would be Who the fuck knows,
0: <laughs> so for right now, follow us On Twitter, at the TheCutMusic1 uh, If you want to communicate with us Directly, you can send us an email to TheCutMusic1 At gmail.com, and uh, TheCutMusic1 on Spotify, both the profile And the podcast, or anywhere else that you Get your podcast. and that is the number one in all cases hope you guys have enjoyed this episode while we uh uh, travel from 2000 to 2009 and i don't know sometime in the next month or so we'll finish this up uh with the uh with the 2010s but uh yeah we will talk to you guys next time